We would be honored if you would join us. Ojaba. Ojaba. Hello, hello, hello. Hey. This is Thule Squadron Radio. <laughs> Did I mess it up? Yeah, well, I messed it up as well. Anyway, uh, we are not. We are without Gisli today, so uh, we are. So, uh, we're yeah. just me and Ed. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, this is Oh, okay. we have yeah, a, sound, sound, test, sound test echoes on stream and everything. Nice, great. So um, this is Thule Squadron Radio. Yeah. My name is Ed, and with me today is Jan. Yes, I am Jan today because you are not Ed. And uh, yeah. we are professional and, uh, podcasters, if anybody is We know what we're doing. We absolutely know what we we're might, doing. We might get a pop-in by Stefan and Gisli. Uh, as you can see, they're not as dedicated as me and Jan. No. So, I, yes. Yeah. Steffi wanted to watch some kind of sports ball that is apparently important. What? Yeah. And Gisli has that... some family thing. Yeah. Like I said, they're not as dedicated. True. Well, we have a few things on the docket today. So mostly we're going to be talking about XTC and uh, then a little talk about Lamu. Um, Yeah. But shall we just get into the XTC stuff and sort of go group by group? Yes. We have no new news. There's no news. There's no news. I mean, there's, it's July. There's nothing happening. Nothing is happening. How is uh, how how how's Iceland doing? Are you playing physically? Not yet, because um, uh, COVID situation is good. I mean, we just like have a couple per week, and they're mostly under control. So everything is just open. But our local, lovely local shop is having uh, their annual sale. So they have taken all of the playing space under extra tables of stuff you can buy for less money than before. So we cannot meet up in our LGS and uh, play. But I thought, actually, I thought you were completely clear of COVID. Right, but you know they were they are mostly border 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 uh, related infections. You know. Ah, okay. So there's people coming to the country, getting tested, going to quarantine, and uh, then they are positive, and they're like, "Oh my God, you have COVID!" Oh my God, yeah, yeah. Um... I don't exactly know what the situation is in Denmark. I mean, I think we are in a decent place. Uh, vaccinations yep. are rolling out still rapidly. We actually have more vaccines now than we know what to do with. Because oh. 
people don't want to get vaccinated right now for some reason. I don't know. Maybe they're on vacation. I don't know. It's weird. Um, yeah. We got an extra shipment of uh, of the Pfizer vaccine from Romania. Thank you, Romania. Good stuff. Uh, because they were also not able to actually spend them all. But yeah, but for me in in X-Wing news, I mean, I thought a lot about X-Wing, but it's all been sort of XTC captain-y stuff. So I haven't played in a while. Um, looking yeah. forward to hopefully starting that again next week. Um, but yeah, um, otherwise I had planned yeah. in, a, in about a month from now to go to the Sith Takers Open in, in the UK. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, still on for that? Yeah, I don't know. I think the COVID situation might end up with us not going. So, oh, yeah, we talked about taking all the uh, the people who are meant to go, plus whoever else from the Copenhagen area who wants to come and just stuff them into my house for two days. <laughs> sure. Do a little sort of pink clubhouse thing. Uh, I mean, that sounds actually pretty awesome. It does. I mean, then you play in the same room as the bar. Mm -hmm. Which is always a good and bad idea. Eh, if everybody's sleeping over, then, uh, I mean, it can only be good. <laughs> sure. Uh, anyway. Yeah. My my X-Wing X -wing, uh, corner of my brain has been occupied by the XTC of, as well, of course. Other than I've been uh, gallivanting around Iceland in uh, going places with my family and stuff. Fantastic. But, but really, uh, yeah, and I'm getting my second shot and next Wednesday. Oh, I'm getting my second shot Tuesday. Oh, you'll beat me, beat me and Gisli to it. Yeah. So two weeks after that, uh, I just checked today, I should be cleared for entry into Iceland without any fuss. Fuck yeah. Oh, sorry, bleep that out. Ah, we don't do bleeping here. We are... Ah, that's right. Forgot about that. We are adult only, I guess. Anyway, we shall, we get in, shall we get into the XTC? Yeah. But which, which yeah, group should we are you with? coming over to Iceland? I Still? don't know. I yes. mean, uh, the plan was that, you know, that you, you guys would qualify and then I would come and serve drinks while you play in the finals. Mm, that, that was an extra trip, but you were going to come and, you know see some stuff and hang out and have some beers and we would yeah, hold the tournament or yeah but uh but maybe let's uh let's see um well right we'll take it as it comes i hear geesley is coming to denmark with the family so i hope to meet meet up with him in in a few weeks oh right why, and, and why give him the, go to the, denmark i don't know they vacation i guess I mean, silly. Yeah, living here, it seems silly. I mean, there's nothing here. But I guess if you're not from here, then maybe there is. Um, here. Okay. So, Oops. which group do you want to start with? Let's start with C. No, never mind. Just go uh, alphabetical order, right? Okay, let's do that. Let me just get some visuals up for those watching the stream. We'll try to remember that this is primarily a podcast, but boom, 
here we go. So, yep. Group C. Um, starting with your uh, Group A. Sorry. Starting with the overview, uh, I looked earlier at this, and there's still a few games missing in a few of the groups. But apart from E, then as far as I can recognize, then all the the the, the, unreported. the, the rounds, all the unreported games should not affect these standings. Uh, right. The wins might change a little bit. In Group A, I think we have one game unreported, but uh, the round has been decided. Mm-hmm. So we have Italy and Singapore on top, both with five round wins here after round six. Uh, Italy with a commanding 33 individual wins. That's and massive. And Singapore with 26. And then right after them, we have Poland with four wins and 28, and Norway with four wins and 21. And Czech Republic yeah. with four wins and 20. So perhaps the first thing we should look at is perhaps what does the schedule look like? So Italy, Singapore, Poland, Norway, Czech Republic. So Italy is facing Poland. So if Poland wins that one. Yeah. Then that's massive. They could in theory pass Italy if they, uh, but that would be like a seven Oh, or six one. Yeah, six, six one six one then they will have the same number of wins and uh, Poland would have the head to head tiebreaker. Okay, Italy um, needs to win two games against Poland to advance. Yeah. But there might be other threats, I guess. No. And I think Not I think really. yeah. And then I think Italy is safe if they can win yeah. two games against Poland. And mm-hmm. I mean that that sounds doable. Sure. Uh, I mean, and Singapore has to like to win Czech Republic by a margin of two better than Poland. No, they just have to win. If they just if Singapore just wins, oh, yeah. they go they to win. six wins, yeah, yeah. then they will win yeah. the group. Then they're fine. Then they're fine. Uh, if they yeah. lose. Uh, and Poland wins, then Poland, and Poland will probably go through. Um, yeah, they will. Because if then Singapore has at the most three wins, and Poland would have at least four wins, uh, that means Poland has a better win uh, set wins. Yeah, let's just see which game. It is a Brazil-Czech Republic game that is unreported. Uh, okay, that probably won't affect a whole lot. So, no. what about our Norwegian friends? Because we are a Nordic podcast. They beat yeah. Malaysia this round. Um, nice. That is pretty nice. And in yeah. round five, which also happened since we recorded last time, they beat Singapore. Or I want to say, yes, they did for free. Um, Five, two, even. No, for free. Norway Uh, played against Italy last round. Oh, they beat Italy. They beat Italy. 
and they've previously they've beaten Poland. So, I mean, yeah. Mm. Oh, I mean, Norway lost against Singapore and Greece. Yeah. Can you imagine that that round against Greece? Oh, oh Norway. Norway, you could have been at five wins now. Yeah. And that would have been, I mean, that would have been sort of the same situation. Then you just have to beat Brazil, which yeah. is like, uh, only has one win um, in the group. So if you just managed to beat Greece um, and then beat Brazil next week, then you would have been a six, no six and one team. Oh, probably advance. oh never mind. No. Oh, I'm looking at challenge win loss, and they have the second round as a loss, but all the rounds are dribbled in the challenge thing. Oh, so they won actually against. Yeah, they they five uh, two. Uh, they five two. Yeah. Um, Norway, Norway, so Norway. They, 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 they lost against Czech Republic. Oh. That's true. And Singapore. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, yep. Czech Republic is right there in the sort of middle group. So um, true. probably also a pretty strong team. So, yeah. yeah. So I think, I mean, we must say that Italy and Singapore are the favorites to go through. Singapore is meeting Czech Republic. Italy is meeting Poland. Yeah. If the Czech wins, they go to five, but probably won't have enough game wins to take neither Singapore nor Italy. Uh, yeah. If Norway I'm, wins, doesn't matter. They only have one twenty-one set wins. Okay. But Czech if, Republic as well. So it's. It's just Italy, Singapore, Poland. And Poland has to win Italy and Singapore has to lose their round. Yeah. But to Poland I mean, to make it. That probably is a scenario for like Norway if Poland loses to Italy, was it right? Yep. Uh, if they lose like 07. Sure. And meanwhile, and meanwhile, Singapore is... loses to Czech, also very big, and Norway wins very big. So again, we're oh, down, yeah, sure. we're, we're down yeah. to this scenario where if Singapore can get two wins, then, then we are almost certain. I don't see any feasible way where Italy doesn't go through. Yeah. Uh, again, it's it, possible yeah. if they lose all their games, but, but unlikely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, probably right. Italy or Singapore uh, with an outside chance for Poland, I would say. Yeah, I mean, Poland has to fight for their life against Italy and hope Singapore loses their round. That 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 That's how they get in. And the other ones is just a statistical possibility, but not really going to happen now because poland has as a decent individual win score so they are most likely yeah. to to be the one that can jump up G yeah. great mov actually considering 
their losses. But again, a lot of wins. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's move on to Group B, where we have Group B. Iceland. Yes. So here we have Peru at six. They are untouchable. Uh, and we have Germany at five. They are also untouchable. Yep. So this group is set. This group is set. Um, and the last next round, round is only for positive margins of teams. I mean, yeah. yeah. Iceland has 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 to play uh, New Zealand, who is also at three three. So that'll be something. Yeah. So you guys are fighting for who gets to be four two and uh, four three. Yeah. Oh, four three. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I live uh, in a six round group, not a seven round group. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <clears throat> so. Not much excitement here. I mean, it was a little bit surprising when Germany had that loss, uh, sort of in the middle of yeah. things. How did your last few weeks go for Iceland? So you played uh, Germany this week and Scotland the week before. Yeah, we just, uh, I actually just an hour ago came off my game against Germany. It was the last game. And Germany handed our, us uh, Icelanders our ass very, very steadily. Very I mean, lower. there were <laughs> there were games where you like watched and uh, decided by a few points. Yeah, things that could have gone either way and stuff like that. But but when you lose uh, one six, it's kind of Undeniable. Yeah. The 50, even it's... if you haven't had the games that should have swung, uh, at the most, we could have maybe won 4 3, but you know. Yeah. Uh... yeah. I remember that back in week three where we were 1 6 by Netherlands. It was also, that was a lot of games after. Like, ah, we were so close so many times. But yeah, yeah. the better team probably won. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the more experienced Germans just we couldn't we couldn't clinch them. But we just I was I was properly hyped for this this uh, week round because uh, I was set to play today, which would be the final game of the match, and you know I was I was full on ready to play the clincher uh, of the three three tie. So I was disappointed going into the game with uh, 0 and 6 <laughs> previous record. Well, you upheld the Icelandic honor and won. Yeah, sure. I mean, that was a pretty clear win matchup-wise for us, um, uh, from our side at least. Uh, so I just kind of did my job. Yeah. How did it go last week against Scotland? Oh, that was. Well, we won very, very closely. Um, there, there. I was also uh, playing the last game there, 
and I won that game against uh, against what was I playing against? I was uh, at Holmes. I was playing against. He had yeah. He had uh, Imperial Aces with Echo and Defender Waiter, and we played a whole game. And I only managed to score 32 points. So Echo Vader versus your Ray Poe? Yeah. Oh, God. It's not, that it's, was... it's not, it's not that common. You see like a, a four-ship match that does not involve large bases. Well, there you had one, but... Yeah, but she's, a, she's kind of just a chunky ace. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at least the way I play her. Um, that was that was one of the greatest game I have ever played against Ed Holmes, um, and uh, it was so purely position. I I lost like he shot me once that game. Wow! I had to defend once. <laughs> that is pretty impressive. That sink in, yeah. <laughs> Considering you know that Vader. At least out PS uh, Ray, right? Right, oh. right. But you know, he he went with Vader to bully Poe, and and uh, Vader being so consistent, and Poe only having two green dice, I couldn't afford to get caught out. So it was a game of pure positioning, and yeah, you were a second <laughs> and, player, I assume. Yeah, I was second player, or else I would, probably would have lost. Uh, but that's what the 15-point bid is there for. <laughs> uh, yep, it's for that exact matchup. Yeah. And I shot I shot the uh, Echo so many times with Ray. Oh, my God. But you know, at home's always managed to put him in the right spot, getting obstructions and having the evade and, uh, and being cloaked. And having an evade and a force, uh, that was such a good game. Oh my god! Just thinking about it, I was like, my mental energy was spent for the day uh, after that match. Nice. It's one of those games. Uh, but yeah, remember. but that, yeah, for sure. But but that was awesome because that's the the game that uh, pushed us over the win round win to four three, which was awesome. Fantastic. Yeah, and uh, I I remember when I was uh, when me and Ed were talking after the game. I think we talked for like a half an hour, and then I realized the guys are probably going nuts <laughs> on, on knowing how it went because I didn't oh, report it to him. Oh, oh, we were you just were chatting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me and Ed were, had so we the whole match was just a big chat, coffee house chat for us, and it was such an enjoyable. Experience experience uh and then <laughs> then i popped over and realized i had had them hanging for like 20 25 minutes or half an hour or something <laughs> and, and the only thing i reported in facebook and said oh my god ed it's such a fucking good player oh <laughs> <laughs> and then i delayed reporting it for like five minutes more <laughs> Uh, okay, so, let's move uh, to Group C. Um, group C. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. since uh, our the B is pretty much decided, we have nothing to report other than Germany and Peru just going through. Yeah, exactly. Um, group C, the the group of hot sauce. The group of hot sauce. Uh, so, um, yeah, since we uh, since we last did our little cast, then uh, Canada made a fast one and beat out England. That is, that is, I love Oli, but when you put out a statement like that, everybody's, uh, you know, kind of hoping that he loses one. <laughs> sort of feel <laughs> and like I'm glad they did. To, right? Yeah. Um, so we have England on five wins uh, yep. uh, and 30 game wins. And yep. Isle, all Ireland at five wins and 25 wins. Oh. And then we have a follow group of Canada and Finland. Right. With 25 and 22 game wins, respectively, okay. and, and four round wins. Of so, Ireland, Canada, and Finland, are there only any unreported? Uh, that is actually interesting. Uh, let's see. Group C says four games unreported does not affect standings, but it can affect the wins. I know some of these unreported games are England's games. Uh, right. But let's see. Yeah, there are three games against the Philippines with England that are unreported. They are 4-0 right now. And then there is uh, Croatia versus Wales. That are missing one game, and it is yeah, four two to Croatia. Okay, so so England Ireland, score Canada is going to go up, right? Yeah, probably by two wins, maybe one, zero, yeah. maybe. But Ireland and Canada are tied for twenty five. Yeah, but Ireland has that one more team win. Yes, oh, they round, do round win. So. What's that, happening? That makes it interesting. Canada is facing Can't. the Philippines in the next round. Right. So Ireland has England. Oh my god. Oh, Ireland and England are facing off. Okay, so whoever wins the England Ireland match is going through for sure. Right. I think Ireland is going to sit back because I really don't see England. Uh, well, maybe. I mean, okay, if, if Ireland wins, England and Ireland are going through. Yeah. And even, even if England, remember that England are probably missing at least yeah. a few wins on their 30 they have right now. Yeah, because they still have free games to play, so they could go all the way to thirty-three. Right. So the worst-case scenario, England loses all these free. Yep. And that means that if you look at the others, then Finland cannot reach England. Nope. They might be able to reach Ireland, but they are not able to reach England. So the only scenario where England does not go through is if Canada wins six or seven games 
and England does not win more than two. Canada has the tiebreaker in England, so in theory, if they won seven and England won two, or Canada won six and England won, won one. Yeah, I mean, England having uh, unreported games this round. Yeah, against and already the having five. Yeah. yeah, against the Philippines, and uh, they already have a def deficit of five games on Canada. So yeah. if they get a couple, then Canada has to win all seven, and England lose all seven for that even to be a remote possibility. Yeah. Then we have. Ah, uh, then we have Finland versus the Philippines. Yeah. I mean, that I mean... could no Finland versus Wales. Sorry, I think I said wrong. Yeah, Finland has Wales. Yeah, and they already have four round wins. Excellent, excellent uh, showing by Finland. Yeah, that is very impressive, but. I think that down free wins, they're on only on 22. I don't think that's yeah. going to be enough. No. They, might they, actually, if England give Ireland, a, if they make a real blowout. And I mean, this right. is sort of the pattern that we see, right? That if, the, if, if it has to change in the top, then the one yeah. that is number one has to win harder because that makes it easier to take number two, especially when they're facing off in the yep. last round here. Yeah, it's a possibility. If Canada loses and England wins, uh, wins hard, yeah. And Finland wins hard against Wales. It's yeah. a possibility for to Finland to advance. Yeah. But I think in... Oh, let's see. I mean, Ireland and Canada are at the same score. So if Ireland loses against England, they cannot be higher than 28 individual wins. Meaning right. that if Canada wins and they have to, to continue. So basically, if Ireland loses and Canada wins, then Canada is the one going through. Right. <clears throat> Unless... But if Canada loses, then Finland has a chance. If both Ireland and Canada loses, then Finland has a yeah. chance. And really strange things has to happen for England to not go through. Yeah. Yep. I think... I mean... I, it's going to be England and then either... Ireland or Canada, and I actually yeah. prefer. Whoops. I kind of like I kind of like Canada's chances here. Yeah, me too. Um, because Ireland has England for the last match. I mean, it's yeah, a possibility for them to they win. Are, they are on equal wins, and if Canada can still, if they win and Ireland loses, then Canada is through by definition. Um, yeah. So it comes down to it comes down to the England Ireland game. Pretty much. Ireland has it all in their hands. If they can just win four, then they go to six. 
and then they win the group. Yeah. So they are in this strange position where they are either going to be number one in the group or they are most likely going to be number three. Oh, that's that's so that's so much pressure. Yeah, that's... but then again, it's all in their hands. They just have to win four. Yeah, and the big kingmaker here is then the Philippines. Yeah, who has two wins already? I don't remember against who. Uh, but uh, if they knock mm. out, they can knock out Canada, right? Oh yeah, they absolutely can. England, there we go. We have Philippines. They won Wales and Colombia. Yeah. Okay. So they they won to the only teams that are lower in the bracket than they are. Yeah. Well, stranger things have happened. Oh, absolutely. But it is probably. Yeah, probably England you, first. Well, yeah. England first or second, and then either Ireland first or Ireland third. And if Ireland yeah. is third, then it's probably Canada. I wonder if Oli has yet to do the pairings for next round, or if he does it after the England-Italy match that's on TV now. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> What kind I mean, of headspace will we be in? <laughs> yeah, because I mean, yeah, because that's the other thing that there is also a scenario where Ireland wins against England, but England still goes through, and that is actually quite likely. Yeah, true. Because I mean, especially if he, if they just win the last games from this round. They could go all the way to 33. Then they are untouchable. Even yeah. if they lose 07 to to Ireland. But I I assume some of these games have been played, but but are just not reported yet. Um, oh wait, <clears throat> I just refreshed challenge, and England is at 32 wins now. That is interesting. Let's see if it's, yeah, they probably just haven't updated CTT. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes it very difficult because that means yeah. that the only way England doesn't go through is if they 07 and yep. 07 against and Ireland Canada and, Can- and Canada 7-0 the Philippines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 7-0 is even with, you know, a substantial difference in sort of skill and this power between the teams that is very very unlikely we haven't seen that many seven of mm-hmm. no. okay let's... england ireland canada with a re- very 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 remote possibility of finland coming to second place yeah good job finland though yeah you're still in it yeah you and norway are probably the the best performing Nordic nations. And I don't think that these two were the ones that anybody would have picked from the Nordics. Mm. Now I, ma- I managed to, you know, congratulate them and insult them at the same time there. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. I insult everybody. 
Okay, Group D, the Group original D. Group yeah. of Death that turned out to be a little bit um, weird. Yes, it is. So, I mean, the scores as they are now with USA at four wins, four round wins, 26 game wins, and Spain, yep. four round wins, 22 game wins. But right on their heels, we have Hungary with three team wins and 18 game wins. And in this group, there is one unreported game. Let's just see if that's relevant. That is Sweden-Chile. That is not relevant. No. So... Um, Sweden's out. They only have two round wins. Yeah, so, they, they, they are they two just, at the top at 4-1. Yeah, they just lost to Chile. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, let's see what the schedule looks like for week seven for them. So, Spain is playing Sweden, and Australia is playing the US, and Hungary is facing Chile. So, Hungary there at three wins could do, I mean, if you're ever gonna, if you ever just need to get a lot of wins then a team like Chile is probably where you're going to get them. Oh, yeah. They've got a favorable last round, even though Chile is uh, in fifth place in that bracket. Yeah, I mean, Chile, Chile, have, Chile have averaged sort of two wins uh, throughout this tournament uh, so far per round. So, but... Well, they, they yeah, two, two, uh, two and a quarter. Which is strange because they have two round wins. Yeah. So they had some really, really, really terrible weeks. Um, yeah. 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 Um, but they did beat Sweden quite significantly, if I remember correctly. I mean, even with a game unreported, they are currently... They have 4-2 against Sweden this round. Wow, okay. With only Sweden's first order in scum and villainy winning out and the Swedish resistance missing their game against Chile's first order. But I mean, otherwise, I mean, we got to do a big shout out to Hungary, who just 5 2'd Spain. What? That's that awesome. Is awesome. I mean, we've seen Spain has lost before. Uh, yeah. Was Spain, 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 Spain. I think they lost. Did they lose against Sweden? I think they lost to Sweden. Yeah. Uh, wait. The In Chalons, there's one, no, two unreported Spain-Sweden matchups. Which round was that? Um, Spain, Sweden is Sweden, Spain, Sweden, Spain. Wait, what? Spain and Sweden are set to play in last in next round. Oh yeah, we just said that. 
we're not smart. Oh yeah. Sorry Never about mind. that, listeners, viewers. So Spain and Sweden are set to play in the last round. If Sweden can okay. pull that in and pull it in hard, then Hungary, who is facing Chile, could potentially still advance. Oh. oh, yeah, of course. I mean, Spain has only one loss, so Hungary is their only. Is oh, there yeah. Only... This is now we are into the uh, six round uh, yep. groups. So let's just see who has yet to have had a buy. That is Malta. Uh, Malta has the buy for the last round. Okay, so all the others have already had their buys, so they are sort of on yep. even footing. But yeah, so Hungary can theoretically topple. They can't go past the U.S. So that means them. that the U.S. is guaranteed to uh, overall. Eight wins. Yeah, USA has cleansed it. Spain has to not be completely. Oh wait, since Hungary is the one that won Spain, that means Hungary has to plus plus, plus four five. be uh, plus four on Spain. That ties them, and then they Hungary wins by because they oh, yeah. won the matchup against Spain. Yeah. So Hungary has to plus four Spain yeah. next round. Yeah, so Spain and, win. Yeah. And, and Spain has to lose next round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Against Sweden. So if Spain loses uh, 3 4 to Sweden, then Hungary has to 7 0 Chile. Uh, if Spain loses 2 5, then they have to 6 1 Chile. And if. Uh... I wouldn't put, put it past. Andreas Carlson and Nicholas God to actually do that. <laughs> no, but I mean it is Spain, so yeah, uh, it is. Uh, it is a theoretical possibility, and it's. But it's. Yep. It's only Hungary that is that can potentially be relevant. Yep. Okay. So and the group of entropy. Right. I mean. Until this round, this group still had uh, not just a mathematical possibility, but a, like an almost very real possibility, according to how all the games have gone, that every nation would end up free-free. I should wow. say this, that here we do have four unreported games. Um, okay. And these games are one against between France and Netherlands, but France have won. They are they're currently 4-2, France versus Netherlands. They played this round. Then there are two unreported games between Japan and Mexico, but I know one of them have been played, and Japan right. won, and they are 3, three. Yeah. So okay. Japan is missing one win. And right. then they have a right. chance to get one more. But currently, uh, Mexico has gotten the round win on Tabletop TO. But that's not for sure. That one could shift to Japan. Um, wow. As well as two more wins. Um, yeah, and then finally, Denmark faced Serbia. 
and one. And we lost yeah, against Switzerland last. This is insane. The top five in this, as it stands now reported, are all within two games of each other, set wins. Yeah. I should note, it looks very nice to see Denmark here in third place. We are not playing <laughs> next week. So three oh. team wins and 19 individual wins is where we are going to oh. end because we are all done. Right. And uh, Switzerland, who's also at three team wins and 19 individual wins, have the tiebreaker on us. And France obviously have four game wins. So we are out in every single yeah. scenario. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, you have Switzerland can go above France. Uh, Japan, if they win their last game, they can also get to four wins. Oh, because look at us just look at us just ignoring the chat. Oh, because we're so into numbers. Thank you, Blendin. Uh, I did my best. I did my job. I mean, hey, Marcel, we're gonna say nice yeah. things about you later. And yeah, one yeah, is from Iceland, fine. the other is from Denmark, I guess, if that's what yeah. you were asking originally. I have no idea how long ago he said this. Anyway, we <laughs> yeah, will try to pay... was uh, asking of our national day of our uh, speaking, and yeah, Denmark, Iceland, uh, we're missing two Icelanders, actually three Icelanders. And then Spain is 4-1 with a bye. In place, Sweden. Yeah. Okay. Look at Marcel just correcting us, and we're not even paying attention. Yeah. So, where were we? Where were we? So, I mean, there. The crazy thing here is that even though Japan says two here, that is yeah. before the round is finished, and they can tie that back. I mean, they are actually already tied at, you know at 3-3 free free, with the last game being starting in like an hour from now. So ah. if they win that and Japan oh wins next week, they can get yeah. to five. No, to four wins. Yes. And four wins. And then they... they'll have 15 to start out with. Yeah. So their, their scenario to, yeah. is something like they need to win this week. This week. Yep. Then they need to win next week. Mm -hmm. And then they need Switzerland to lose next week. Yeah. Going from current sixth spot to second spot is a possibility. This this, this bracket is insanely close. Yeah. I, should, like I should note, however, that... Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, that Japan is playing France next week. So yeah. that is a toughie. Um, yeah. They will probably not, you know, just steamroll over them. No. So that's the case for Japan. Then you have the case for yeah. the Netherlands. Yeah, uh, Mexico. Yeah, but Mexico is not going to get higher than three with relatively bad individual wins, so they're not going through. 
Then you have the case for the Netherlands. Um, with their last, they can get up to 20 individual wins this round with the last game resolved if they win that. So they only lose 3-4 to France. Uh, and they are playing Mexico next week, I believe it was. Yeah. So they need to absolutely thrash Mexico to get a, a significantly higher individual wins. And then Switzerland needs to lose to Serbia. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, and really weird things can probably happen and take France off. But I think this is probably France and I would say Switzerland. Um, because as I said, Denmark is not going to get that fourth win because we have a bye next week. Yeah. Um, but look at us right now. We have the biggest MOV in the group. But then again, all the other ones have had one week off. So yeah, I have yeah. something to do with that. Might. But no, yeah. But, but it's by a considerable amount. You it have is. like 900 MOV or 800 MOV points on Serbia. And quite a lot on France. I mean, France has been playing some really close games. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, it is going to be interesting. But I think I would be willing to almost call it for France, Switzerland. Switzerland have been so solid. Yeah. Uh, they lost two rounds. Um I actually also think, if I remember correctly, uh, I think they, I don't remember who they beat. Uh, it is, this group is so weird that nobody knows. I mean, it's very interesting, at least. Uh, but I think, so if we just do sort of the highest probability, then it's probably France, Switzerland from Group E, USA and Spain from Group D, England and Ireland from Group C, Peru and Germany for sure for Group B, and then Italy, yeah. Italy and Singapore. Um, but with a decent chance for Poland. In group A. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we have some interesting matchups for the final final week of XTC, even though we have some clear indications on who is going forward. We've got a potential for uh, uh, upsets in some, but remote possibilities are always there. And when is the uh, last, uh, you know, last round, the, the cut? That is Isn't... at the end, in the end of August. At the end of August. Yeah. So, and in between there, due to all the rules of RADA and stuff that has been coming out, we're going to have a list change option. Right. Which also means that you will be allowed to swap players around between factions. You will have 
uh, be allowed to swap subs into main player roles mm-hmm. um, and generally sort of change up your entire thing. Right. And all new rules reference uh, and errors and the rulings will be... Uh, yeah, they will take effect. They will take effect for the last weekend. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, so I guess that's uh, that's XTC. That's XTC. It's it's kind of kind of eerie that this thing is coming to to a close for us uh, us not making the cut because it's been a month and a half almost that's been you know taking up so much headspace in so yeah. many players. Absolutely. Um, it is really really rough. Uh... <laughs> But it's also been super fun and super interesting. And I mean, you get First to foremost, know, yeah. know people that you normally wouldn't. And I think it's been a it's been a fantastic event. And I say been because, you know, as I said, we have a bye next week. So I am mentally done. Um, yeah. <laughs> so now we only have, yeah, I've got... I've got New Zealand. Oh, yep. okay. A nice little New Zealand. And they are, f- oh, yeah. And they are a f- free win team as well. Yeah. Very, it's, very uh, enjoyable. Going to be a nice little fight in the middle for us there. Yeah. Or honor. For honor. Okay, uh, so. but something else has happened. Uh, more specifically, yes. uh, the Lamu Galaxies qualifier. So let yes, me just bring back up the browser, zoom a little bit. So if we look at it sort of a high level first, then there were, let's see, 119 participants. This was hyperspace. And magically, everybody actually managed to bring a hyperspace legal list. We don't see that all the time, but it's been getting better. <laughs> um, what? About a fifth, a little over a fifth, brought Scum. Uh, and Scum did pretty well, uh, sort of averagely, but didn't have that great of a cut rate, actually. Um, well, they had three. It was top 16, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's only 11%. Yeah. So um, a lot of Fenrau, 14 of those, a lot of Bosk, 10, and a total of 12 yeah. generic fire sprays. I have a feeling that that is four lists of fire sprays, <laughs> of trip fire spray. Um, you think that? I would think so without having looked. Okay. Eight I find it I find it interesting that uh, Boba is not in the top. Yep. I mean, uh, Boba's still good, and Boba. with all the fire sprays going around, I yeah. Boba's still good. I agree. People are sleeping yeah. on Boba. I mean, um, I and think, please do yeah. sleep, 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 okay. sleep, sleep. But I think. I still think, especially in like a free ship build, uh, where you run a very light boba, 
Uh, yeah, I, think I mean, you probably wouldn't have fitted fitted a crew anyway. Uh, like just Boba with Tidal, a Boba with Tidal and some cheap bombs. Or I mean, there's so much you can still do. Yeah, uh, Boba with Tidal and Fearless, or or whatever you want. Um, oh, yeah. Slave one, use them as a hammer. Also. But I think interesting, we begin to see old T pop back up. We begin to see Joy Wreckoff and Genesis yeah. Red. Uh, taking some headspace. I mean, there are 26 lists here, and four of them decided that Joy Rekhoff was what they wanted. Uh, yeah, I mean, those are solid pieces with solid... I mean, just slap Iron Torpedo on Joy, and Genesis yeah. Red has a, has a Torp, uh, and gets his double mods. I mean, that's just a lot of bang for the buck. Yeah, and in, in many list combinations, both Genesis Red and Joy Rekhoff are profiting off the one-point cutthroat. Uh, yeah. Because Joy wants those charges back. Uh, Genesis likes to fire more torpedoes. Um, and is and in those lists, we have, yeah, yeah, we have a cutthroat thing exactly. going on in, in them. And good morning, Nobby. Welcome. Glad you could join us. Hey, Nobby. He says hi in the chat. Yeah. So uh, for separatists, second most popular faction. Hmm. All right. Also got free into the cut. Also did sort of slightly above average. Uh, small average list size again. Yeah, not really that surprising. But we're beginning to see no. some drones. 15 Sams, 10 Djangos. I wonder if that means 10 Django Sams. Uh, maybe not, actually. Uh, some Grievances, yeah, some probably. HMPs. I mean, this is somewhat unsurprising right right fervor dbs 404 yeah, i mean this is this is how how we build separatists these days. the usual suspect for separatists yeah first order at third most popular um what just above their you know like the one in seven share that every faction ideally should have if this was balanced but but close enough. So they're taking up their share, but not more, not much more than that. One only and one only made one. cut overall. Yeah. Uh, even those out those outside cut didn't do too well. Also, relatively small list size at only three point six. Uh, sure. Considering, so it's not a it's not that uh, size shuttle heavy, I suppose. Not a bit, not, yeah, and no, we don't see Malaris in the top 10. No, they're free Gideons, though. Um, yeah. But, I mean, Malaris has just been changed, but I would think that Malaris and FOs are largely, you know, not caring. Yeah, pr but pretty eight, much. 11 Kylos, 10 Von Rex, 7 Recoils, um... Two blackouts, yeah. two hollows, two embers. Ember? Really? Okay. All right. Um, so, I mean, I, I think there is also looking a little bit at the average list side without really having studied the lists. I would I would expect that there are quite a lot of sort of trip aces builds in uh, in that in this in first order. Yeah. With a slathering of uh, mini swarm from the SF fighter and the. Uh... Yeah. Uh, well, we don't really have any. I think I think the SFs are so high because usually Gideon and SFs fit well together. Uh, sure. Yeah. 
uh, just because of how the points work out. Um, so Gideon, Gideon and five uh, usually works, and then there's probably a few more or something. Nobby, you're so true. You're so correct. What better way to start today than listening to action news? Fantastic. Then Empire. We have the Empire down to number four. I mean, this is usually like a fan favorite faction, right? Uh, sure. Which is 15. Uh, yeah. Quite good cut rate. Perhaps the best cut rate. Yeah. Yeah. Best cut rate. Um, and of those 15, then we have between those 15 lists, we have 43 Barons of the Empire. Oh my god! <laughs> I hate you guys. Why? Why are you doing this? Who brings that? This is so great. Uh, then we have sixteen Black Squadron Scouts and four Commander Gorons. Notice how those numbers perfectly align to four people bringing in Goron and four Strikers. Yeah. And then five Inquisitors. So that's another V one list, probably just there. Ah, oh, Jesus. Okay. Um, and I guess the 43 barons is like seven baron lists, and then somebody brought a loose baron and some jank somewhere. Sure. Uh, just one Nash Windrider. Uh, Interesting. But you can't fly Nash in the Sabres because the Sabres are not um, are not hyperspace legal anymore. Who is notable, noticeably absent in this list? Uh, Darth Vader. Is yeah, he, is he he's not, not even in the top 10. Oh, he might not be legal. He might not be hyperspace legal. I don't know. Oh, he's not hyperspace legal. I think only the, the generic uh, generics are. But I mean, Suncia fell one. Okay. One. Yeah. <laughs> one. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. All right. Um, but I mean, this is like you fly, you fly strikers with disciplines or you fly barons with disciplines. Um, and that's uh, that's half your meta there. Um, but doing decently, also pretty good average performance. Very yeah, high just average ship count. 5.3. Empire being yeah. a swarm faction. 5.3. Followed closely by the Rebel Alliance. Well, not closely. Off by uh, 0.9 ships, but you know. Yeah. Point three, that's a lot. Yeah, so let's move on to the rebels. Uh also sort of decent middle of the road cut rate, middle of the road performance. Uh only fourteen less, so just under twelve percent. So we see right. the I three T sixty five. But they're also usually in groups of them, right? So a few mm -hmm. of them. A lot of hair in the A-wing, nine two, of them. Three, four, seven five, wet, seven wedges six. in the in in the uh, A-wing. Seven. There are six six named A-wings in the top ten. Yep. This is is this the new A-wing the faction? So the resistance has given up being A-wing the faction. Rebel Alliance is A-wing the faction sure. now. I mean, yeah. I mean, there have not been a lot of tournaments since the A-wings came out. So people like playing with them. I mean, the aimings are fast and fun, and you can slap rockets on them. So uh, I can see why people are bringing all the name pilots, at least in the start. 
Yeah, but I you mean, know, they're, 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 they're almost with... all there. I mean, even Hoppy is there at number nine with two Hoppies. That, that is interesting. That is very interesting. And then, oh, oh he is so oh, cheap. What? There's a there are there are two lists with Braylon. There are two lists with Braylon. I there know, I know, I know, I know who is getting uh, pick up the litter there. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of those. Then just about the same size. It's like 15 Empire lists, 14 Rebel Alliance lists, 13 Resistance lists. Yeah. Uh, oh, pretty, good, pretty good performance there. Um, oh, yeah. 4.1 average ship count, 7 Jazz Pavas, 6 Bastions, 5 of the new Temin Wexley. Oh, wow. I assume it is. Yeah, it is. Nimi? 5 Nimis, 5 CCs, uh, 4 Roses, 4 Tallies, 4 Lulus, 3 Poes, and 2 Merles. I mean, this is all good pilots, right? And notice yeah, but, there is not a single generic in sight. Yeah. And I mean, of this top 10 list, we have T70s and RC2s. And then one Rose Tico in a pod. Yeah. But to be fair, uh, if you look at what is hyperspace legal for resistance, then it's pretty much named T70s, named RC2s. Is there anything else? What am I? Oh, and named pods because they're all named. I think yeah. maybe you're allowed to fly the generic transport, like the fat one. Uh, but that and that's it. Oh, fireballs. No fireballs. No fireballs. For some reason. For some odd reasons. Yeah, I mean, probably because Ryan Farmer didn't attend. And are, is Deadman Switch uh, hyperspace? <laughs> I mean, if you can't blow up and damage other people, why even bring fireballs, right? Well, well you don't. But I mean, the there's a lot of, if you look at these, then most of them are also very heavy on the jouster side. Like Jess is a jouster, Bastion is a yeah. jouster, mm -hmm. Nimi is a jouster. Uh, the new Temin Wexley is a jouster enabler. And I think that's yeah. what you find also in the cut lists that it's like 4070s are a thing now. Um, yeah. And that'll be interesting to track how that goes. Yeah. And then at least popular, the Galactic Republic with 12 lists, two made cut. I actually think they have the distinctive honor of being the faction that as sort of like an average did best. Um, oh. And what do we see? Delta 7, Aether Sprite, Jedi Knights, unsurprisingly. Generic yep. V-Wings, generic arcs, and then a smattering of Obi and Annie. And Shakti. Era, era, era. I mean, the era being such a vulnerable little shit. Yeah. They are quite popular. It's the only named aces you can get because the uh, Ether Sprites are not hyperspace yeah, legal. Only gener generic only. Yeah. So that's just Jedi Knights with seven Bs. And we know that. Yeah. That's decent. I am super happy to see the Shadow Squadron Escorts in there, though. Um, those wee wings, <laughs> yeah. they really rock. Cheap cool. ships. Who would have thunk it? So, 
let's just move on to the top four. And speaking of Delta 7s, at the one top four spot, we have Jer Jeremy Batch with three 7B Jedi Knights and a naked Obi-Wan Kenobi in the other two, coming in at 196. Yep. Um, did pretty well. Uh, had two losses in one loss in Swiss against an ACFO list. Oh, Connor Holmes is in the chat with us, who's incidentally in third place in this tournament. Yeah, and then he lost in top eight, but he also lost in top four. So I'm assuming that the top eight player, uh, Sasha Wagner, did not have time to continue. Um, mm. That's my only explanation for that. I think I heard something like that on GSP. Ah, okay. Okay. Do you want to do the next one? Yep. And that is Connor Holmes, five wins. Okay. And uh, bringing the barons of the empire with discipline and prockets. Two of them building the threat tracers with the total of what is that? Six six barons? Six. 198 points. Four, yeah. four progress, two tracers, six discipline. Yeah. Nice little thing. Uh, good job. Also, I hate your list, but good job. <laughs> yeah, one, just one game in Swiss against three bounty hunters. Oh, uh, interesting. And then he lost to free. Uh, he won to free bounty hunters in round six. So he actually twice played free bounty hunters. I mean, I I'm let's can we do yeah. something about those fire sprays? I mean, when even the generics are good, then yeah. Wait, what? And the one he played in round six, which at that point must have been another four one, David Chabot. He didn't even bother to bring Sam Vessel. <laughs> he just decided Wait, that bringing two points more of bid and then bringing Glep was a better idea. That is interesting. That makes sense. <laughs> I'm not sure it makes sense, but it is interesting. I mean, yeah. he ended 36 in Swiss, so who am I to argue? Well. Hello, the faction. Really dumb here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and the runner-up, we have a Django Sam at one eighty-nine points. Somebody is getting ready to strip already. Yeah. Uh, this is, of course, the hyperspace where the, it is a little bit different, but treachers on both, thermals on both, false transponder codes on both, holograde on both. And only and, one force user. And only one force user, but no other crew. And we've seen a lot bring like perceptive co pilot or something on the other one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, otherwise, I'm not really sure what they are missing here, but very interesting. And he went clean through Swiss and did not win, lose win, 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 until win. the final table. Oh, wow, against Marcel. And All against right. Marcel. Let's, yeah. let's see what Marcel did. I hope, yeah. still, I hope you're still out there in the chat while we praise you, Marcel. Uh, this stupid list. 
I don't know how I did it. He brought Dace Bonarm and Hawk Light Freighter uh, with Protector Gleb, Thermal Deaths and Moldegrove Title, Tell Travura with uh, Hull Upgrade, of course, and False Transponder Codes, Iron Cannon, Proton Torpedoes, and Cutthroat for those extra charges of Prockets or uh, Transponder Codes. Or even his own own uh, charge, right? Yeah. So, and we've got Bosk in the YV666, Light Freighter, Feeling Cutthroat, Gamut Key, Lamoiselle, Greedo, Cybernetics, and a Hull Upgrade at 200 even points. Yeah. And, and yeah, Tel can flip his own charge so he can die multiple times, not just. Yeah. Not just twice, but multiple times. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting. I think it's, uh, I mean, Dace is there as like a cheaper hawk, I guess. I don't think you brought Dace for the ability. You brought, I mean, he you has nothing Dace. else that can iron. Oh, he has an iron right? cannon on Tel, in theory. All right. So, okay. He can actually walk large spaces off the table. Yeah, but I mean, usually Tell would rather shoot those proton torpedoes, right? Um, so I'm... maybe I mean, if you have a large base, yeah, that has its turret facing the wrong way, and I mean, it's not a bad idea to to just walk him off the table. We see Marcel right here in the chat that it is Dace is mostly brought for the initiative, so now you have free I force. Yeah. Which does give a lot of flexibility. And you have Gleb there to, to give an action either to Tal or to Bosk as you want. Gamut mm -hmm. um, to uh, keep those tokens for a round. Yeah. That's right, right? That's Gamut. You know, yeah, yeah. Gamut allows you to, is it every two, every three rounds, you can you can keep the, the circle of tokens. Yeah, coming in with Bosk with a, you know, with a reinforce and a focus. Yeah. into the first uh, engagement round is really strong. Yeah, or even double reinforce. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you would take another reinforce and uh, yeah, and then be and maybe something else. Uh, be co coordinated, uh, um, uh, coordinated something from days. Mm. Uh, Martel says Cutthroat was always for extra torpedoes on uh, tail then. Yeah, I remember hearing that, that there were games with four torpedoes coming out of Tell, and you should be winning. Um, so, yeah. This is, right, so win, this win, is win, super win, interesting. Win. Do you see, we, do you think we got a Days and Tell meta, or <laughs> is this just something that you have to be muscle to make work? I suspect. I think it's an anomaly. I don't think we will see a, a lot of tell, tells. No, but uh, mad respects to Marcel here. Completely. Although tell with cutthroat is considerably cheaper than any other large ship you can put on the table. He's got a proton that... torpedo, iron cannon, and hull upgrade, and false transponder codes. That makes him 70 points. Yeah. And I mean, usually in this sort of archetype, you would have Fen Rao there. But yeah. I mean, if you have a tell that 
just even if he, on average, if he can shoot three torpedoes per game, then I think that you should be winning. It's probably better than Fenrau, depending. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And Tal okay. would probably survive longer than Fen. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, so, do we have pick of the litter here? Ah. Do I just search for Braylon and then we'll take it from there? <laughs> Are you going to take that off of me? 99. No, Braylon. no, no, no. I was expecting you to do that. So, 99. Well, we have two Yeah, but I think one of them, I'm not sure he even played. Yeah. Yeah, it's 0 0. Oh. And, and no games recorded. So, I think he never showed up. So, we oh, have the Braylon man. at 99. Pedro Raya with what one win? One win. Uh, I guess no I guess there's a course. reason why B wings aren't there. So we had Braylon Sram, Garvin and the T sixty five Wets. Probably in the, what's in that? The A wing. A wing, yeah. Yeah. And Jake in the A wing and Charabay in the A wing. A fun little list. But I can see why he would only get one win. Yeah, that's rough. He only played three games. Well. Yep. Oh, he won against Anakin, Obi, and 204th. Yeah, and against uh, Christopher Spanner of the Omega Squadron podcast. Uh. Who has actually recently done quite well in tournaments, which was a problem for somebody hosting a podcast that has the the motto of broadcasting to you from the bottom tables. Um, <laughs> so Christopher, if you're hearing this, welcome back. Now, I think the list I want to talk about is Alexander Buff at eight, where you have this sort of 4070s, right? With Temen, uh, the one where you can you know, have all your friends flip the foils and take a strain, and then they get a calculate token. So Temin, Jess, yeah. Nimi, and Bastion. I mean, Temin, Jess, no Nimi upgrades well, apart from the S foils. That's really good. Yeah, it's a sturdy chassis, and all those abilities really work well on their own. There's no clear cartwheel uh, in this list, um, so it's a uh, Nice little. It's a nice little one. I mean, and they all yeah. have, you know, both Jess, Nimi, and Bastion already have some way to sort of do some at least soft mods uh, yeah. passively. Um, yep. So, I mean, I think it's uh, it's pretty solid. Yeah, and it's it's like yeah, it, the it, of course it's. It works best when all four four are there and they're hitting on all cylinders and they get a damage in and Bastion gets a target lock and Pava rerolls on our defense and everybody's got a you know a, a calculate. It's yeah, it's a nice little machine. Yeah, but it's got its uh, you know uh, weak points. It's two dice uh, with relatively low initiative. Yeah. But you do have, you know, you do have seven health, and you yeah. have a white boost. Um, 
which is nothing yep. to sniff at. I mean, so you lost here against four HMPs, and then he lost against the Baron Swarm in uh, in top eight. Um, I mean, that's pretty pretty nifty. Yep. So respect there. Anything, anything else that catches your eyes? Um, no, I don't think so. Yeah, we have some <laughs> Gorons. Barons all over the place. Usually doing quite well. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's me. Cheat, cheat, cheat. Do you have. Oh, God damn it. Where is it? We're in the. Uh... In the X Wing Team Championships. Oh, never mind. Found it. Never mind. So, what do we have more for this week? I don't think we have a lot, actually. No, I don't think so either. Tabletop TO is <laughs> slow. Are they? Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. Um, I mean, uh, it's been a little bit of a of a short one, like last time. I think we we're like 120 in or so. But yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? There's not a lot of lot of content, uh, and if and we don't have we don't really have the time to to produce it now that we've been so much part of the of the XCC. But yeah. uh, but I hope that changes next time if somebody's summer vacation doesn't get in the way. Um, but let's see. We'll try to keep going here over the summer, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, Ed, do you have any shout outs? Yeah. I would like to shout out my teammates and captain of the XTC. We're doing a great job, even though we didn't get the results this week that we wanted. An absolute blast going through this with you guys. And there's something about putting such an emotional investment into other people's uh, X-Wing games. You know, it's uh, it's a really different kind of thing than going uh, to a tournament and only having a stake in your own games. So yeah. thank you for doing this. Uh, uh together as a group and then i would like to sh uh shout ed holmes out especially for my game in the scotland round uh hats off to you mate i don't think i've ha ever had a game like we had uh, it's just awesome and win and lose i had the best time playing you and chatting and finally, I will shout out to Jesper. Jan, do you have any shout outs? Uh, well, I mean, 
uh, I think I would like to shout out all the streamers that have streamed any of the Danish games over the last six weeks. Okay. Uh, I went into this being a bit sort of, uh, how do I feel about streaming? I mean, obviously I know streaming is good for the community and we got into a week one with France where before we even looked around, then all the games were picked up and Nice. I could see that some of the other uh, nations in Group E were, were not being streamed as much. And I was like, ah, God, they're going to get much better options for you know getting a read on us and doing scouting yeah. and seeing some game tape and so on. But I decided very early that I did not want that to stop me uh, or stop us. Uh, and the Danish community have been wonderful and has sort of been reinvigorated by by XTC and been very supportive. Um, and we have been like every to every game where we, or every day when we had a game, I would be posting to our local groups saying, okay, here's the games for today. This is the times, this is the link to the channel that's gonna stream. And we have managed now to get all the 42 Danish games streamed. Every single one. That's phenomenal. And some of that has come at a somewhat uh, a steep uh, sort of personal cost in time. I think I had a week where I streamed five of them myself. On the, Yeah, your on team the hates you. Um, my team unconsciously tried to sabotage me, I think, uh, especially in the, the last round where four players decided to put their games on top of each other. We still managed to sort of I managed to pull some strings with some of the streamers that have streamed us previously and begged and scraped and promised people that I hope I'll soon meet physically beers if they would stream my games. And and we managed to pull it through. So cool. thank you so much to all the streamers that have streamed Denmark. Um and so that is Lichancelia, the French streamer, X-Wing Switzerland, that has been following the Swiss team. Uh, Nobby in Fearless Gundarks uh, have some of our games. Ross Angelo Squadron had one. Uh, the Candid Clarinetist had one. Amsterdam Squadron had one. X-Wing Debrief had one. Albert Angela had another one. Starfighters Italia, PIFO jumped in and saved my bacon when like 10 minutes before a game went up and I still hadn't found a streamer. He just did his thing. Um, Holonet Serbia, Hexiled, Nickel City, Planning Face Syndicate, uh, Arnie Nell from South Africa. Um, and I mean, all you guys, I'm so happy and on behalf of the Danish community, we are so happy that we are able to, to, to follow the players and get all the hype going. So thank you very much for making that little sort of personal mission I had there possible. Um, also, thank you to all the other captains in Groovy. You have been great opponents, every single one of you. We chatted, we had fun, always, you know, of course we wanted our teams to win. But I had a good interaction with every single other captain and 
as far as I know, all my players have had good interactions with all their opponents. This is a fantastic community, and it's just so good to see. Yep. I mean, the sentiment is pretty much the same in Iceland side. Yeah. We had no bad blood. Everything was great, and every opponent was great. And the team captain's interactions have been stellar. It's, it's amazing. Absolutely. Uh, and I look forward to, I really want to stream a lot of the XTC final. I hope that some of you guys uh, from Iceland Aid will, will want to join in and yeah. just grind it out for two days of streaming. Can you imagine the weekend? It is an entire weekend, yeah. Yeah, but all these pod, uh, these streamers that have pitched in, and we have like how many? Like eight times five. We have ten teams, so five matchups on any given time, and yeah. they're all gonna be streamed. Yeah, there are thirty-five games being played at any time. So if we can find thirty-five streamers, yeah, times seven. Then, then yeah, 30. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's a total of. Yeah, times nine, right? That's nine rounds. So you guys need to pick up some extra PCs and open up multi-twitch on three, four different screens. But I mean, ideally, it would be possible to follow every single stream. But yeah. I don't know if all of, I don't think a lot of the streams, especially those located outside whatever time zone this event is going to be in, which I assume will be yeah. European time zones, uh, it would be really rough for them to to stream the entire time. I would sort of like to do it, I think. Um, yeah. Or at least have I... us do it, and then maybe, you know, have a break game every now and then, let somebody else take over. But, yeah. But it will be a, a, a weekend of such extremely magnificent, even if we get a third of the streamers in on this. Absolutely. It will be fantastic. Yeah, and then finally, to my beautiful Danish XTC team, you guys did so well. Um, I know free and free was not what we wanted when we came in. We we knew we had a chance to go through to the finals. I think we did. Our, we took our chances. We lost against great teams. Uh, we also won against great teams. So thank you so much. Um, and even when I have bitched over people putting their games on top of each other or uh, complained when people didn't sign up for stream and made my life more difficult or didn't fill up the matchup sheets at the times where we had wanted them to, then, yeah, you guys been good. Uh, and I'm happy <laughs> to be your captain. You've been hurting, uh, hurting up cats, but who doesn't like cats? I mean, yeah, cats are cute. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe we should stop the analogy there. So yeah. And all right. So all, of, all, of, all of the non-playing support staff, all those who have helped us train, who has, uh, we had a guy who, uh, ping editor Jakob had, you know, was scouting and kept track of all the other teams in our groups, uh, prepared links for the players so they could prepare game tape and all that. Fantastic such such a huge help and that's cool it. 
So, I guess I'll bring us home then. You're the host. All right. So, uh, follow us on Facebook, subscribe on Twitch and your podcast platform of choice. Thank you for tuning in on our Twitch broadcast and listening on our podcast app. Um, we love you as a whole, our community. Um, and thank you for listening. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 You know something? No. I will never be able to fly my favorite list at a tournament here at home. Because all the guys have been, you know, sparring and and we've been st talking strategy, <laughs> they all they know too much. I I can't possibly show up with a Ray Poe at the next tournament. No, oh, well, small Icelandic matter.